0: Welcome back, awesome people. This is Rick. This is Rebecca. We're here with a little R&R today on the topic of trusting God, and specifically the idea of surrender versus submission, both to God, and it also probably would apply to authorities in our lives as well. But kind of zeroing in on those two topics, and just the verse that was going through my head as we were thinking about this topic is, if you're in the program, one I guarantee you memorized in one Mm -hmm. of your contracts— it's from Proverbs, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Mm-hmm. And we talked a lot in the program about the idea of we want God to direct our paths, but the hard part is what comes before that, which is the trusting mm-hmm. part, which really involves, according to the text, not trying to figure, figure things out ourselves and really letting go. And so we're going to try to unpack that today of what it looks like to really trust God, to stop trying to figure things out ourselves, and to really let him do what he wants to do. So any thoughts you have about that idea of like trusting, not being a control freak and trying to figure it out like we both have tendencies to do? Lord help us. Yeah.
1: Oh, I have so many thoughts about this. And I, and I think while we were discussing putting this one together, I think we just... uh Uh, Started feeling the offendability personally, both of us on this one, because the um, the the reality is, is that we we think we've got a certain amount of trust already going when we don't. And even for myself, I think the the way that I had taught, I mean, I've worked here for forever and I've always taught that you start with obedience and then you move into being submitted. Sure. Sure. And I'm starting to see that I actually have taught clients incorrectly. So if, if you were in huh. one of my clients' She's sorry. classes within the last 15 <laughs> years, I'm sorry. You've been here a long time. Yeah. Uh, so will you forgive me? Because I, I, I'm i starting to see so can that- we just pause there yeah. for a minute?
0: Like, I think that's a good point to make that- as we're teaching, we're learning too. Yes. And we're different people than three years ago, five years ago, in your case, 15 years ago in terms of teaching. And oh, so yes. we're we're teaching what we know in the moment based on our current walk with the Lord and our people around us, but we're also growing in our teaching and we learn new things all the time. So this is a great example of that. Your current understanding of trusting is different because the season yes. you're in, right? Yes. So sorry which, to pause.
1: No, I'm glad that you said that, which was actually like when Rick and I were talking about doing this podcast was one of my biggest fears was the idea of this permanence of having things recorded huh. sure. that uh, people would hold me to something that I taught and then lo- not let me grow from that. So like, I just want to throw out there for... um for all of us that we do have room to grow. We still have room to change and that the story is changing yep. because we're changing in the middle of our story. That all being said, so I'm I'm moving from where I used to think we start with obedience and then we move into submission. I, I used to think you start with obedience um, and obedience is doing the right thing, but submission is doing the right thing with the right attitude. Right. And I'm starting to see that biblically, that's actually not how it works. I'm starting to see that actually you start by submitting. Sure. Ooh. And then you move into obedience. Why does it
0: matter to be in that order? Oh.
1: Because when you submit, uh, when you, su- like, like think of the areas where submit shows up in scripture. It talks about it in marriage. It talks about it in, uh, to authority. It talks about it in relationship with God, and it talks submitting uh, to one another um, out of reverence for sure. Christ. So it's like this across-the-board thing. And if we s- stop looking at submitting as having the want
0: to, it's
1: actually doing the right thing without having the want to.
0: Right. You're kind of feeling like you have to.
1: Submitting means yeah. I'm doing it because it's the right thing to do regardless of how I feel. Right. And that we start with that, yep. and then that will lead us to obedience. Oh, that's good. That's good. Where we actually
0: have the feels. So, do you are you saying that like the the act of submission is a choice of the will that eventually shifts the heart to follow? Yes. No, that's good. Which explains yes. why sometimes we don't really want to submit because our flesh is fighting that. Yep. But we choose to do that because yes. it's what God tells us to do and eventually our heart comes into alignment with that and then we're doing it more heartfeltly if to make up a new word. Yep. So that's correct. But great. that
1: that whole idea mm-hmm. is like like and I want to throw out especially cuz if there's women listening to this and you just heard me say in the context of marriage it says submit. I want to emphasize that it says um, that both partners are to submit to one another. Absolutely. Out of love. And that there's that that's actually that within marriage, both parties are doing the right thing, even if they don't have the feels, you're still showing kindness. Yeah, you're still showing respect and honor. You're still like and then you start applying that to the church body wide, that we would respond to one another. That whole idea of the culture of honor being not just talk, but being Mm. something that's actually actively done with submission which is not um it's it's not a point of weakness it's actually overriding um it's overriding our own will it's that you know okay god not my will your will be done i'm submitted to your will and it leads to
0: obedience that's good So let's unpack surrender a little bit more. So if we think about the verse... This
1: is where I get grossed out.
0: Right? When we think about the verse we talked about from Proverbs, the idea is he'll direct your paths. And the prerequisite is the trust and not trying to understand it. So there seems to be an idea here that if I really want my paths led by God, then I need to trust God to lead my paths. Which means for those of us who are control freaks or recovering control freaks, that's really hard to do because we have to trust that he actually knows better and knows how to do it in a way that we don't know. So my biggest challenge in this in my own life has been the the control piece is I have to admit I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And then I have to want to do it correctly so strongly that I'm willing to say, okay, Lord, so for me, I had to learn and had to learn. That sounds like I've learned it. I'm in, I am am learning yeah. to consistently do this. I want to read you a quote from Uh-oh. a super awesome author named David Benner <laughs> in uh, this series of books he does on our our Christian life and our life with Christ. And this quote sort of helped me understand that surrender isn't actually a weakness because that's what I thought it was. Right. This is what he says. Prepare to be offended. Okay. Far from being a sign of weakness, only surrender to something or someone bigger than us Uh, is sufficiently strong to free us from the prison of our egocentricity. One more time. Far from being a sign of weakness, only surrender to something or someone bigger than us, i.e. God, is sufficiently strong to free us from the prison of our egocentricity. So his idea is that if I really want to break through Or break free from my patterns of control and doing it my way, which is egocentric. I think I know it all. I have to surrender to someone bigger than I am, more powerful than I am, which is a beautiful connection both to scripture and to the steps, which is I've got to recognize I really am powerless. Yes. And there's no way I can trust myself wisdom wise, strength wise to do this. I've got to let go to somebody else. So when I read that quote, it's the first time you've heard this. What stood out to you from that? Well,
1: first of all, I feel like, you know, scripture says provoke one another to love and good works. And right. I feel like that's what you're doing right now. You're just poking Provoking me you. to talk Amen. step work. Amen. So um, for those of you who haven't heard or don't know me, I am within the last 18 months of my life actively in a 12-step recovery program around food because I realized being an addict my whole entire life Um, food was the thing I started with and I just transferred over to other things and God dealt with them in the order that they were going to kill me. Uh, So I didn't did my last work around food and consequently have had a change in life because it's not a weight loss program. It is an ego reduction program. So when you're talking this quote, it's um, that that waltz of steps one two and three i can't he can and i'm gonna let him that's really those first three steps i can't he can i will let him that um we realize we don't have the ability anymore we actually come to a place where we're recognizing um there is a power outside me that thank god it's not me and then this actual letting go um but that third step is laying down our life and our will so i surrender my life and my will and um and i think um that for me that was that was the thing is that i i know i gave jesus my life sure but i don't believe i gave him my will yeah, no, until 18 months no, ago no no i hear
0: you absolutely yeah
1: and that was when I actually did, you know, when we're talking about trusting God, I don't think I even like even to this point, I'm still working on that trust with God because there's so many false belief systems that I'm in the process of uh working on unassembling right. and making up words. Sure, yeah, I did too. Um and but or disassembling, that's the word I'm looking for, disassembling. However, there's um there's that aspect of surrender that doesn't require trust. Yeah. Like like I don't have to trust God to surrender. I just have to get desperate enough to be able to let go. Right? Right. And and I think for um those of us who've gone through various levels of addiction, I think that is you can kind of pinpoint when that moment was of like it no longer matters um you just know you have to let go and when you hit that point i i think that's actually really beautiful some of us call it rock bottom i i call it
0: a beautiful beautiful thing that moment of desperation so that plays in well to the rest of the quote christians often focus on obedience more than surrender but while the two (laughs) concepts are closely related they differ in important ways Surrender is foundational to Christian spirituality and is the soil out of which obedience should grow. I love this next part. Christ does not simply want our compliance. He wants our heart. He wants our love and he offers us his. He invites us to surrender to his love. So it really is about a heart relationship he's looking for. Yes. When our, our fear of surrender actually prevents us from having the, the really close intimacy that we want. Right. And so what, what this quote kind of really illustrates for us is surrender is like, no, here's my heart. I don't have to know what it looks like or what you're going to do next, but here I am. And that not only builds our trust in God, but it builds that intimacy as well. Yeah. It's so good. Uh, So let's talk about like, how would you, so we, we talk about this at Teen Challenge a lot. Have you totally surrendered to God? Uh. And I love that question because I think we need to nuance that a little bit. I think we have the assumption that there's this moment where everything's surrendered and after that, you're just, you're good. I don't think that's how it works. At least in my life, I think there's a point where you say, yes, Jesus, here's my life. I'm surrendering to you. But the real test comes in the moment-by-moment decisions and temptations and trials that we face of, do I surrender? Yeah. So I do think there's a moment, but I also think it's a daily challenge to do that so let's talk about some ways we would maybe learn to surrender more or learn to trust more what would you say if someone says rebecca how do i even start to trust god in maybe a particular area of my life like what would you tell them oh my gosh i feel like that's a trick question rick darn it you're welcome uh
1: i i feel like it's a trick question because i don't know if i've actually got the verbiage for it Based on my own experience, it's it's more like for me, I in order for me to have that trust or to build that trust and to start that surrender process, I had to hit that moment of desperation. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I had to have that where I realized it was like if I took one more minute of trying to control another person. Right. If I took, like, when... And part of it was, I think, that realization of the effect I was having. There was kind of a moment that things opened up for me. Oh, gross. It was rude. The rude moment for me was when I realized I set myself up in a situation where there was no one else around me to blame. Huh. And... Because there was no one else around me to blame, that's when I was actually able to recognize, oh, the problem's me. Sure. And when I hit that point, then that desperation kicked in, where when I could, it, it, and so, so, uh, my pushback would be on that question is like, have you actually hit that point where you realize right. you're the problem? Right. Because it's real easy and it's it's easy in Christian circles sure. to make it be the world, society, um, the standards of worldly things, the devil, you know, uh, the dysfunction, sin. It's really easy to blame these things and kind of keep it out nebulous. But, I mean, you've said this in some of your teaching, like the sin that happens in your life is the sin that you choose.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, and so this, like, kind of this, um, I mean, it's so weird that surrender and trust of God first comes by us actually learning that we can't trust ourselves. No,
0: for sure. Yeah. (laughs) That's where the realization comes that I've got to trust someone bigger than myself, right? No, that's good. Yeah, so maybe a first step then is recognizing my own need of something different and my own lack. And so I've got to trust someone bigger than myself. I think that's kind of a summary of what you said. He's God, I'm not. Right, absolutely. Thank the Lord. And secondly, I would say that we need to figure out how trustworthy God is. So like through the scriptures, you can see that. Do an inventory of your own life and see how faithful God has been. Like you've got to build that trust before you can take that next step. And so like getting to know God's character is huge. I think a third step would be then try him out. Like maybe there's a particular area where, There's this battle between your flesh and your spirit, like, do I trust or not? Just take baby steps in that.
1: So tell me for you, what would that actively look like for you, Rick? Yeah. To to be extending that
0: trust into practicality in your life. So for me, it's easy to keep it in my head and think, well, since I know it, I'm doing it. But as uh. you know from James, that's not the case, right? Uh, faith comes by, by by works and by doing. It's it's part of the process. Yeah. And so it's, it's an expression of your heart. So for me, I have to take baby steps. So that might mean that I start confessing out loud that I trust you in this area of my life. Even if I'm not quite sure I do, I still stay in faith until I do. And then whatever that looks like, taking some sort of next step of living into it maybe I step out in a particular area or I hold back in a particular area, whatever the issue might be. Yeah. I've got to take the action step. And for me, usually it's baby steps first until I recognize, man, that actually worked really well. God knows what he's doing. And then I'll I'll do it again. So it I it has to be actionable for me and, and for me it has to be baby steps, which actually I think are the biggest steps for us sometimes. Yep. Yeah.
1: I, I love that you touched on that part of like the knowing in the head. Versus the actions, because I think I think like when you said that thing about around Teen Challenge, we just culturally have this. Did you surrender to Jesus? Sure. And your response was, I love that question. You know, and my response was, I hate that question. Sure. And 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 the reason I hate that question is because I, I think within my own mentality, it's easy to know the answer to that. Sure. It's easy to know the answer is that, of course, I'm supposed to surrender to Jesus. Yep. And of course, I'm supposed to the surrender right to God. It's the right answer. And yet the actual action behind that and what it looks like, because I was convinced I was surrendered to God.
0: Oh, sure. I can be in my head. Surrender. Because I was in my yeah, head surrendered sure. to sure. God.
1: But yet in my will.
0: Your actions will show my, it. Yeah. Ooh, Ouch.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah
0: yep. I know. And then I one know. more thing I would add to our okay, list of things it. would be uh, figure out if there's still a block to the trust, figure out why. So, for example, if I'm not trusting God for finances in my life, mm-hmm. why? Is there some reason from my past that I'm worried about having enough money or having enough yes. provision or security? And then I need to beef up my trust in God to provide that thing for me. Or if I'm not trusting God with a health issue or relationships, like there's a reason why I'm not trusting him. It's not just random. Yes. So likely sometime in the past, someone has not provided or done something for me. And I assume God's the same way.
1: And... But I want to preface that so that people know that when we're saying trust God with that, too, that we're not saying, like, everything ends up with, like, this nice, neat bow on it. No, 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 yeah. That, like, oh, all of a sudden a magical check in the mail or, you know, oh, the healing happens. That when we're saying trust, we're saying trust regardless of the outcome. Regardless of
0: outcome. It's not trust if you don't do that right right it's still manipulation and control it's conditional trust oh. i'll trust you if you do this oh i'll trust you if this is the outcome i want you to do trust is here you get the outcome you get to choose that because you're good enough smart enough wise enough and better than i am and so my trust is if you don't grant this that's for my good and if you do grant this it's for my good and that and really no matter
1: glory. what my security
0: is in it's him, in you not in regardless regardless my of what se- the answer yes, is. Yes, ma'am. My security is not in the answer. My security is in the one who I'm praying to and seeking. Yes, that's huge. That otherwise it's still control. It's it's more subtle. Yeah. Because I'm praying, but it's still control. Giving up control is you get to choose the outcome, God, because you're good and I trust you. Yeah, that's so real.
1: That kind of makes me just think like, how? Uh, I mean, like if we get really, really honest. Yep. If we get really, really honest how many of us are really still functioning in control. And oh, we're for doing sure we are. In the name of Jesus. Oh, amen.
0: Because we're praying about it. <laughs> we're getting counseling about it. We're really in our head about it. Yeah, absolutely. It. But it, it, the, the whole point of this quote in scripture is he wants our heart. And so that's where the surrender oh! piece comes in, right? That's why it's not about this is the outcome I want. It's I want you, Jesus, whatever that looks like. Yep. And however you choose to work in my life, that's up to you. That's what the heart is. And that's when we really notice the change. Uh, one more quote that goes along oh, with this from oh, Benner, right? The act, this is a good way to close. The act of willing surrender is a choice of openness, a choice of abandonment, of self-determination, a choice of cooperation with God. So really surrender is abandoning my self-determination, another way of saying control, and my willingness to say, God, I'm going to cooperate with you in this because you know better. And so I guess our 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 suggestion for you, if you're listening, is, is there some area of your life where you're... Really battling trusting mm. God. First of all, like acknowledge that you don't know what to do. Secondly, learn to trust God's character even in that specific situation. Yeah. Thirdly, uh, start taking baby steps in that direction. And then just watch what he does as you take those steps and just give up the outcome to him because he knows what the heck he's doing. So absolutely. He's pretty good at it. Any closing thoughts from you?
1: Yeah. Um. I think, we, I think we nailed it. I think awesome. we got it. If you
0: guys got questions or feedback, please uh, put it on the app. We'd love to hear from you. And maybe yep. you can even touch on some of those questions down the road. I want to close with a blessing today uh, that is uh, such a great picture of what God desires for our hearts. And so if you're not driving and can hold out your hands to receive <laughs> or to close your eyes, that would be great. Uh, the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and grant you much, much peace. We love you guys. You're awesome. Talk to you soon. Bye.